This show was first broadcast on Free FM 89.0, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access radio station. For more information on our station and our wide range of programs, visit freefm.org.nz. Free FM, the free breakfast uh, with Mark Bunting, independent community media. Uh, Friday morning, good morning. Normally Wednesday morning we do this, but uh, Friday's kind of cool actually because uh, it gives Max Christophson a chance to get dressed and ready you know, at the end of the week. Because uh, we're so rock and roll at our age of, you know, a thousand plus. Max, how are you, mate? Yeah, good morning. Hey, Nat, you were telling me about a, a concert you went to. You went to Suzanne Vega in the week during the week. Yeah, I did. It was uh, it was a revisit to uh, a musician that I have loved and adored for many, many years. Oh, same, um, same. In yeah. fact, uh, I went back to my days in student radio. In fact, when Violent Femmes were actually in, in my life as a student radio manager at Contact FM mm-hmm. uh, on the same frequency on eighty nine FM. Yeah. And uh, Suzanne Vega released the debut album uh, at that time, and uh, I put it on as one of the best albums of the year. So I'm pleased to say, thirty one years years later. I saw her again live, and uh, I'm pleased to say she's better, if not uh, you know, as, as sublime as she was all those years ago. Is so, it? fantastic to see a musician who gets better as they age. Was it the Solitude Standing and uh, Tom uh, Joe's Diner? Tom's Diner, wasn't it? Tom's Diner, yeah, yeah. that's the one, oh. and uh, that was that was what put her on the map along with Luca, and yeah. uh, people still remember that. Those songs have stood up, but there are a number of other songs as well that have stood up over the years. So, I'm a bit of a card carrying fan. I've seen her three times now, so. Uh, one of the finest female musicians in all of rock and roll history, in my view. You know, Max, there's a beautiful parallel between um, this is going to this is going to blow your mind, but Luca and free speech, because Luca, right, as as, as well documented amongst those of us who who kind of know, uh, was it was just a story she made up. There was no there was a kid in the fir- uh, second floor, the floor above her, called Luca. That was as lo- as truthful as the whole story went, and she made up this whole ruse about it being about child abuse or a song about child abuse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And everyone thought for a while maybe Suzanne Vega was Luca and all that kind of stuff, and it just grew and grew and grew. And it became a truth, and, um, and you know, and Suzanne Vega was an icon for, you know, abused children, et cetera, but it wasn't true at all. And no matter how much she said, it's not true, I just made it up, it became a truth. And isn't that the same as so many stories in the media these days? Look, let me share something with you just on that before we move into uh, any discussions that might flow on. Yeah. I remember at the time that Luke was released, there was a letter to the editor by a woman who was appalled that Suzanne Vega was advocating child violence. Wow. And she got that clearly, absolutely, completely wrong. Oh but what, gosh. yes, oh but gosh. what that came out at the time was that you couldn't talk freely Go in on. the media about child violence or or many other issues without being seen to be an advocate for it. Wow. And that, to me, is what we've been going through in New Zealand over the past couple of weeks, is I think there's a difference between advocating something and raising something in terms of a discussion or position or point of view for free speech. And I think last night, if you watched the live stream as I did, uh, Don Brash was speaking at Auckland University, and it was almost shut down by people who wanted to shut down uh, his opportunity to speak uh, at an open debate, which I thought was fantastic. It was a debate position, uh, and it got pretty ugly for a while there, but uh, it did go on. So, yeah, free speech at the moment, and Luca, in many ways, it shows how far we've come. 30 years ago, it was seen as advocating child violence by at least one reader of the Waikato Times. Mm. But it was, in fact, you know, just telling a story, uh, truthful or otherwise, about yeah. a, a kid upstairs. Well, it was really interesting. I, I found myself, um, and I don't think I'm breaching any confidences, I found myself, you know, I, I do uh, communications coaching, and I was working with the police force, and a certain group of them in uh, in Wellington during the week. 
and the psychologist there was talking about we were talking about um, independent no what was it called intimate partner violence and she was saying that uh, look you know between 30 and 50 uh, we don't know the exact number but 30 and 50 uh, percent of cases are women assaulting men but um, you know and, and she was saying look she'll probably get lynched uh, for saying it and shut down but she said all the, all the advertising should be about family violence is not okay either way rather than just men v women but she was so scared to make that point um that it couldn't come out and i thought wow what are we doing here i'm not surprised actually at that um over the years uh i've read various bits and pieces just out of curiosity more than anything else and i began to picture that there was a lot of violence that was coming from women to men Mm. And uh, there's a very talented academic at the University of Waikato who did a lot of research, uh, Neville Robertson, into domestic violence, and in particular, domestic violence resulting uh, in death afterwards, which was predominantly male on female. Yep, yep. But I think it's one of the great secrets. And, and I've always gone back to that song, Luca, and thought about that silly letter, thinking, how could you get that so wrong? But what we do need is to you know, lift the veil, talk openly and honestly, and bring some of these things out in, into public view. And I think one of the things that's gone on recently, which I find a little bit concerning, is that when the Canadian peer were here, mm. uh, they were going to raise some issues. It was all described as being hate speech, and it was this and it was that. And I went and had a look to see what it was all about, because I didn't know them very well. I did and, the same. Uh, you did the same. And yeah, uh, just yeah. to try and find out what the fuss was all about. And I thought, you know what, I'm not entirely convinced this is as bad or as far right as what these uh, labels um, are actually advocating or, yeah. or describing. Yeah. And yeah. so for me, it came down to a point of thinking, uh, I think free speech is the right to be offended by something you don't want to hear. Yeah. And that means that there will be times, occasion when things are said and done, and, and for many people, that will cross all sorts of barriers. One of which I thought was interesting was that, um, as a fact, a comment on the bottom of my column where I was uh, talking about Jermaine Greer, who in 1972 was arrested for saying bullshit uh, uh, in mm. the Auckland Town Hall. Mm. The comment on the bottom of my column in the Waikato Times talked about the fact that this woman was a, a Christian and she could not raise any uh, dissent to those uh, academics and, and other people who toured mm, New Zealand mm. recently advocating atheistic viewpoints. And I thought, you know, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from. You have something that's precious to you, but you, in this particular perspective, can't raise it as a point of discussion or dispute. And I think you should be allowed to. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with your perspective, but I will endorse your right to, to raise it in, uh, in, in discussion. Max Kissinger, you're absolutely right, mate. <clears throat> it's... um. I, I tend to think now that we've got into this, you know, it's pretty obvious, we've got into this where outrage is a commodity. You know, the first to be outraged is right, you know, and uh, and the loudest, I'm outraged, I'm outraged, I'm outraged. And we've all seen those memes going around Facebook about, you know, in the 1800s or the 1700s, people were worried about plague and were dying of plague. And in the 1800s, it was something else. And then in the, you know, in the 1900s, it was wars and, 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 and poverty. And in our generation, it's, I'm outraged. I'm outraged. You know, I mean, how soft will we become? Here's, here's an example. We were in America when Trump was uh, when Trump was inaugurated, and people, you know, we went up the east coast and down the west coast, and of course they're pretty democratic kind of areas. No one was happy. No one was happy that uh, Trump was president. But you know, you talk to the Uber drivers, you talk to the man in the street or the person in the street, you talk to anybody, and they went, "Well, we're not that happy, but it's democracy. We better give it a go." We just we don't like it, but we weren't happy with what we had. So, oh, well, sigh, let's get on with it. And you look at, uh, and I was watching the New Zealand Wires, I was looking at the, the Herald and stuff at home, 
And we were hysterical about it. Riots in the street. Donald Trump's hair blows the wrong way, and just crazy, crazy stuff. And it hasn't changed. I, I maintain it's not a popular view, but our media is hysterical here. We're juvenile. Yeah, I agree. And and I think one of the things that uh, I'm becoming increasingly distressed about is that the, if you describe yourself as a liberal, uh, then I, I think what we're seeing now <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. is the emergence of liberals as being true conservatives. Yep. That liberals will be liberal only so long as you agree with them. And once you don't agree with them, they become the new fascists. Mm. So for me, I think there's a real issue here where uh, I agree. I, I think we need to sit back and, and actually allow these things to unfold. I'll leave you with this as an idea. I've, I've got a particular song for, by Jackson Brown that I think is one. I've actually used it in one of my columns as well, referred to it. And it's a song written by Little Stephen called I Am A Patriot. And in the lyrics, it refers to Jackson Brown saying that I'm, uh, I'm not a Democrat, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a capitalist, I'm not an imperialist, I only know one party and its name is freedom. And I tend to like that as a theme or as a, as a way to approach life is, is that sometimes if you are going to be free and you are going to accept that they're going to have people with different views and different opinions, then you have the right to be offended. And mm. I think that's the point that comes out of it is allow people to at least put these ideas up uh, and if they stand up to scrutiny, fantastic. Mm. That's not to say also that you allow people to walk into a movie theater and shout fire when there is none. That's the classic uh, yeah. free speech argument. There's responsibility that goes with that. But I think there's a point where you say, okay, put your ideas forward and let's dissect and dismantle them if they don't stand up to scrutiny. Yeah, or I think that's, that's yeah. what we're lacking is the opportunity to burn these ideas down if they're not robust enough to stand up to examination. Yeah, but at least at least examine them first. And that's, yes, of course. You know, yeah. that's, that's the point. I mean, you know, rather than just, you know, shoot the messenger, let's examine the ideas, put up a contesting set of ideas or disprove those ideas. But, you know, play play the ball. Play the ball. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that is, that is the hallmark of, of a free society is yeah. you can have ideas that may offend, but that they are then open for interpretation, examination, and then they can be easily dismissed. And I think some of the views of Lawrence Southern uh, can be dismissed pretty easily. Mm. But there are others that I think might lead uh, into areas that deserve examination and further um, dissection of whether they stand up to scrutiny. And we lose that opportunity if we shut them down. So for me, there was there's real loss of actually looking at things that the Australians took. They had a look at it. They've come and gone. And mm. I thought we could have done the same thing. Do you um, Did you ever watch, and I know we're, we're trying to wrap this up, but we just keep thinking more stuff, but do, do you ever watch uh, that uh, sort of fake reporter, Jonathan Pye? Yes, funny as a fight, and he he summed up the uh, you know why the why the the left lost the American election. And he said, you know, it used to be the right uh, who used to have a snobbery about them and say that anyone who from the left was just hippies and their point of view was just ridiculous and they just closed down and didn't engage. And he said this time round it was the other way. If you were a Trump supporter, you were just a redneck. I'm not going to bother engaging with you. And as a result, this well of anger came up, and away they went. And it was actually mm. the failure to engage that cost them the election. I thought that was a really interesting point. I, I would not at this point be surprised to see Trump win a second term. Same, same, absolutely same. Yeah, totally right. But yeah, uh, I, uh, one of the, one of the strangest things about Trump, I think, and there are two things. One is is that he's one of the few politicians that's ever stood up and said, "This is what I'm going to do," and he's gone and done it. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. secondly, many New Zealanders more know more about Donald Trump than they do about their local city councils. Yeah, that is true. And hey, shh, that's a good thing. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. All the best. Thanks, well for Thanks for being on the radio on Free FM, man. For more episodes of this community access radio show, please visit freefm.org.nz. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast possible by funding the Access Internet Radio Project.